Good morning and welcome to another SLG Meetup. I hope everybody's doing phenomenal this morning here from Miami, wishing you all the best. Today we have a very special guest and we're going to be flying all the way to Austria where we're going to have the person that is responsible of making and bringing the wine and spirit experience much more enjoyable. He's Maximilian Riedel and he's the CEO and owner of Riedel. Is the luxury wine glass maker. They're based in Tyrol, Austria, and they've been in the family business for 265 years. This is the 11th generation, and he's going to be going over how to evolve the drinking experience through the glasses that he's making. All right. How are you, Maximilian? Hello. Hello, Alvaro. Good, uh, good, good. Thank you for having me. Of course, my pleasure, and uh, thank you for joining us. I love the background, by the way, beautiful glasses. Yeah, a couple of wine glasses, still empty. It's early in Miami, so we gotta wait until we can. Okay, 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 okay. I promise, I'll wait until lunch at least. <laughs> but no, thank you for joining us. And I find your story so fascinating because this year you are turning 265 years of a family business that is revolutionizing the way that the wine and spirits are being enjoyed. Yeah, I mean, it is, uh, it doesn't come easy. It comes with a lot of uh, effort, obviously, from generation to generation. Being in business for 11 generations uh, is quite some weight on my shoulders and obviously the previous generations. But uh, we do it with passion. You know, for us, our work is, it's not fun, but it's passion and we like to come to work and we love to stay creative and uh, and obviously, when you're the 11th generation, you don't want to be the last one in the line. <laughs> so I need to pass it on to the next generation. Well, and you are evolving the brand for the modern drinker, right? Because everything is evolving. And you are definitely taking what the concept has been for all this year to the modern drinker and using technology to really bring that experience, right? Well, of course, we try to utilize every way to stay and remain creative. We are obviously traditional, so we produce still handmade, but uh, nowadays lots of machine production as well. So we are ahead of the game. And of course, modern technology allows us to communicate with the world. Mm -hmm. No, that's excellent. And you said that, yes, we have machines nowadays that can produce at a much higher scale, but you still remain that concept of handmade, you show it on the videos, that brings that human tradition, and I love it. By the way, yeah. there was one thing that you mentioned, that it was taking more people to do a, a wine glass than to assemble a Bugatti. Yes. Explain me that. Yeah, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm a car enthusiast, good, and uh, I know you're in Miami and people are just waking up. Maybe it's even <laughs> still early for Miami time in Austria. Uh, it's now in the afternoon, it's 3 p.m. here in Central Europe. But I'm also a car enthusiast and uh, I was once very close with uh, the upper management of Audi who owns Bugatti. And uh, we were chit-chatting because they're all wine lovers. And uh, I, I mentioned how many people it takes to produce one of these beautiful handmade glasses from Kufstein uh, in Austria. And they said, wow, that's actually more people than we need to assemble a Bugatti. <laughs> And again, for, for those that are listening or watching, I got to say, your glasses are definitely unique. I mean, not just the quality itself, but also the way that you create them are so special. And 
I get emotional when I look at how it's being produced because it's an art. It is an art and the people are artists and that's how you have to treat your glassmakers. So obviously they have respect for their job and we have a lot of respect for our employees. Uh, a handmade glass, yeah, it takes about 20 people not only to assemble it, to blow it, to melt it uh, and to get it into the box. Uh, and uh, everybody is part of the family. Everybody plays a big role in this production process versus with a machine. I mean, uh, we only produce 5% uh, of our production is handmade. Mm -hmm. The rest is uh, machine made in Bavaria, in Germany. Uh, why in Bavaria? Why in Germany? Because there is the original source for the best raw materials that we need to produce our glasses, which is quartz sands. Now, which markets are you sending this to? Well, international? International, of course. My father, George Riedel, was very adamant that we could not only live from local markets, the heart of Europe. We are an Austrian-based company with production in Austria and in Germany. Uh, and those are our core markets. But the number one market worldwide is the United States. But I think that everybody nowadays needs to have one of your glasses at their home because the way that you bring that experience through drinking those wines in your glasses, it's unique. And that's why I was saying that when you use technology to share your story, to share the way that things are produced, whenever you're having that piece of glass and you're drinking, yeah. you have the whole experience. And I love yeah. that. Absolutely, mate. First of all, of course, these are beautiful glasses, good. And they make a fantastic sound when you clink those glasses. But at the end, it's a fine-tuned instrument for everybody who takes wine serious, pour your wine into the proper Riedel glass. And when you put your wine into a Riedel glass, it's high performance. It starts with the parfum, the experience, of course, and the enjoyment. And when you then see the production process, it adds to the value of this moment. And so uh, I know that it's all about luxury in your world. Uh, and, and for me, time is luxury, good. And I want to spend it at its best, being surrounded by friends and family with a good glass of wine. Where's the wine coming from? How is it being made? How did it travel? What about the production of the glass? So there's so much to celebrate. I use uh, beautiful Instagram to communicate to you, to communicate to the, to the, wine, to the wine friends out there, to the family uh, around wine. And I've, very few people get the chance to actually see how glass, wine glasses at Riedel are made. So for me, this is the perfect opportunity to share this. I really like the way that you're saying it because it really reflects the passion that is behind all the work and it shows off. So definitely, why not to use technology to share that with the world? But now Which when it comes to this last year, it's been a little bit rough. So how have you been adapting the business to really thrive through? Well, uh, my business is built on, 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 on two pillars. One is direct to consumer. So mm -hmm. like you, myself, who like to enjoy wine with friends at home, uh, but also on the restaurant and hotel side of the business. So one of 50% uh, of my business used to go directly to the trades, to restaurants, exactly. hotels, to shows, uh, to wineries, of course, not to forget them, to cruise ships. Florida, Miami is all about cruise. And uh, we're working very close with celebrity cruises and many more. And, and this has come to a complete stop, which is devastating when you are a manufacturer. I'm not only a brand. I'm not only a person, a CEO, a manager. Uh, I'm also a producer, a manufacturer. And so obviously 
this is where we were very much surprised that first of all, of course, the hotel restaurant side of the business globally came to a halt, came to a complete stop. Uh, but at the same time, the consumer started to spend more time at home. They realized, like myself, uh, I only have three wine glasses. How is this possible? But we are, we are maybe six in a household. Uh, here and there, a wine glass breaks. You have to replace it. But we all like to go out, not only in Miami, everywhere. So very randomly did we think about drinking or enjoying a glass of wine at home. And this uh, reminded people, you're at home, maybe you have to refresh your, your house, your household, and uh, buy some new wine glasses. So actually, my brand, I was one of the very few lucky ones. It grew during uh, the first month of, uh, of the pandemic. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. And I will say that it's not that you were one of the lucky ones. I guess that whenever, the harder you work, the luckier you get. And you've been True. putting a lot of work behind. I can see it from all the posts. You post so much on social media. People like get a little bit, you know, uncomfortable with getting into social media. And you've actually thrived through, use this technology to really put yourself in front of the audience. And yeah. I think that's also made a difference because you're yeah. a very positive person. You really bring the passion of your business towards what you do and people can feel that. Now, just related to the topic, I just wanted to ask you this before I forget, because I know that shape matters a lot, right? In the product that you do, shape is everything. But for those that are listening that might not be too familiar, what's the difference, you know, on each shape? Like why matters so much? So glass making is a is an art, but it's a tradition that goes back 4,000 years. Good, that's 2,000 years before Jesus Christ, good. And that is something which is, uh, it's a material. It's a very interesting material. Not everybody can become a glassmaker because of uh, the knowledge that over generation was passed on. And uh, my, my family was always making glass. They were always producing glass. Uh, for di different times required different products. It started with perfume bottles, good, because parfum became trendy. People wanted to smell good, but they needed to store it. And Riedel came up with the idea, store it in a glass bottle. And uh, it was my grandfather, so many, many generations later, who realized that we produced then vases, bowls, plates, uh, it was art de la, de la table. So everything was about decorating your home, your table. Uh, and very little was there to talk about wine and spirits and cocktails. But he had a passion for it. And he surrounded himself with sommeliers. He spoke the Italian language, like the German language and the English language. He spent a lot of time in Italy. And the sommeliers became his friends. And they said, you know, we know that you're making glass. Why aren't you doing something for us? We need some instruments. We need some tools. <laughs> we need to enjoy wine. And we believe that in a proper glass, and then people spoke about pretty glasses, elegant glasses, beautiful glasses, glasses with color, with decor. They were not thinking about the glass itself to assist the wine to shine. Good. So this came over time. And this was my father, George Riedel, who met Angelo Gaia, Robert Mondavi, and many, many famous winemakers with whom they, he sat down and said, uh, I would like to taste your wine. And why don't you try it in my glass versus the glasses that you're using in the wineries? And we're talking about the 80s and 90s. So for people to drink from a big glass like our sommelier burgundy glass, it was, they were shocked. Uh, how can my wine shine in a big glass? 
And I remember the New York Times related to this bowl, which is, by the way, in the Museum of Modern Art in New York on permanent exhibition, the most beautiful wine glass, they call it. And the, the New York Times photographed this glass with a goldfish inside. And they call it the oh. fish bowl. Good. So for people then to drink from a big glass was surreal. It did not make sense. But as mm -hmm. soon as people were connecting, <laughs> smelling, swirling, tasting, people were blown away. A good example is my favorite champagne. Wow, where there you go. together with uh, Dom Perignon, I was allowed to design a glass with them and for them for Dom Perignon and Dom Perignon Rosé. Because they say Rosé actually suits better in a Pinot Noir glass, Rosé Champagne, good, versus a flute. The flute, forget it. It's tradition. Good? It doesn't <laughs> help yeah. you at all. It's great marketing because... If you put a flute on a table, people know you're drinking sparkling wine, right? So it's great marketing. But when you put your nose into a traditional flute, every champagne has a little bit of an odor of a smell of bread, which is in wine when you have that. It is a big part of it. So when you have bread in here, it's the yeast, good? Yeah. So for me, fruit comes first. For the winemaker, fruit comes first. That's what grows in the vineyard is the fruit. So... My glasses are really designed to always show the fruit, uh, never secondary aromas first. It's always primary aromas. So all of a sudden, they said, we cannot serve Dom Perignon by the glass in a big bowl like this, good, because it would look very little. So they commissioned me, and uh, together with the two cellar masters, old uh, and, and young, I designed this glass for Dom Perignon. Amazing. And, and and we get a lot of commissioned work lately. So it's not only the real portfolio. What's the secret sauce? How do you stay so energized and positive? Well, you know, I'm a happy guy. I think it starts here. Uh, I think uh, I, I call myself lucky to have a family that looks after me. And I'm very proud about uh, my family. Um, and I'm successful, you know. And if you have this combination of luck, <laughs> love, passion and success... Uh, you should be able to move uh, to move mountains, and uh, and we're trying to do this. Maximilian, thank you so much. Is there any takeaways or anything that you would like to share? Well, there's lots. I mean, first of all, I would like to thank you for this opportunity. I would like to wave to all my friends out there, uh, and I raise my glass to everybody's health. Stay tuned. There will be much more coming from our side, and don't forget, every wine should be decanted. Ah, there we go. Thank you so much, Maximilian. Please, Appreciate everybody, it. follow Maximilian Riedel, also Riedel Official. Check out what they're doing. It's a phenomenal work. I love your product. And I can't wait to see you here in Miami. Appreciate it. Thank you so right, much. Maximilian. Thank, Thank you. you so and thanks again for everybody tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it. And remember, embrace each beautiful success in life. My name is Alvaro, and I'll see you next time.